0: Keep building those brilliant
1: businesses. Hey everybody, good afternoon and uh, Merry Christmas and welcome to a Brilliant Businesses podcast. Today I'm joined with Mike Penfold from Longridge Print. Hey Mike, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Good to see you. Um, and today we're going to talk about climate neutral printing because Longridge Print are a climate friendly company. Um, but if we could start off, Mike, by perhaps you telling us how you got into print in the first place.
0: Um, yeah, it was a very different different sort of thing. Now I um, was doing my A-levels and was going to Westminster College to working catering really? um, was what I was going to start doing um, and some things changed um, and a friend of my dad's asked if I wanted to go and have a look at, at to some, uh, what do you call it, uh, do some work in a printing company Yeah. Um, and I turned up and it was amazing. I just started looking around and thought this is really good um, and a, an opportunity became for an apprenticeship um, which gave me the option um, of a four year apprenticeship back in the day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a long chat about it. We changed our tune and I became a apprentice photo lithographer. Excellent. So, so there you go. It's very technical. Very technical. Yeah. <laughs> That's when we used to use film and all kinds of things. And, um,
1: I think I remember you telling me you thought it was quite, a, um, I don't know, sexy is the right word, but quite a cool industry to get into and, and sort of quite fashionable at the time, really.
0: Yeah. So we were, I, I worked in the repographic side, which was very much, um, the creative side of it all, yeah. So we did a lot of work for Avon and um, Bachelor's Cup of Soups and stuff like that. yeah right. So it was it was all about art, really. You were drawing and painting and and stuff like that, which um, was very interesting stuff. But you, it, it took probably eighteen months to two years to actually understand the process, yeah. Because everything's backward in print, yeah. Right. Because if you think about you know looking in a mirror type thing, that's how it it all works. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I got into it. And then once we changed away, moved away from that creative side, more into the um, sort of commercial side of of how it all worked, so Apple Mac came in, um, page makeup, and and all that sort of side became very computerised, and then that's when I sort of found myself in a room staring at four walls and a computer screen, um, which wasn't really my bag, so um, I decided to move over to the sort of management side, and, and with that I went into sales. Right. Um, so I started sen- selling when I was 23. Um, my first my first sales appointment was at the Hyde Park Hotel. Excellent. Uh, but my boss at the time said that I had to drive a van and deliver. And there was a lovely old chap that used to run the car park of the High Park Hotel. So he used to let me park a van in there, yeah. get in the back, change into my suit, run around to the front, Excellent. and um, go and have a meeting. Excellent. So yeah, they were my first customer. Um, and it went on from there,
1: really. Fun memories, right? Yeah, great um, fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, driving a Bedford Rascal van <laughs> around London. <laughs> yeah, in
1: yeah. Back in the day. And Longridge, how did that come about? Because they've been printing for 50 years now, right? Or oh, over 50 years. Yeah, right? 51 now. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so Longridge came about, I, I was... I moved through a couple of different companies um, when I was selling and um, I started working, but I'd always worked with friends and colleagues, people that I'd known, I'd never really been out on my own and living in Tunbridge at the time and Tunbridge being, you know, quite a densely populated area of of printers. Yeah. Um, So I sort of started looking around and and there was an uh, an advert for a sales manager at Longridge Um, and I applied for it. I got an interview. I turned up. I was there for four hours for an interview, turned up at six, left there at ten in the evening after being offered a job and everything that I sort of wanted. And it started from there, really. Um, It was me going out on my own as such, because I wanted to move away from everybody that I knew in the trade and just sort of try and see if I could do it for myself. Mm. Um, So yeah, went to Longridge, um, started there in 1999 as a sales manager, and then moved up to sales director, and then I bought my first shares in 2006. Mm. So um, yeah, it was a good good sort of time for us and the business was was getting bigger and booming so yeah, yeah. We, we we worked through with that so yeah that was really good fun
1: good good story yeah um so let's move on to the the climate neutral printing and and how that what, what's involved in that and what you know what's around that tell us a bit about that
0: well basically we've partnered with um the climate partner and one of the things that's really close to my heart and, and is to a lot of people's now is is feeling that we need to look after our, our our country our world yeah you know the whole whole part of that and carbon is is one of the biggest issues in all manufacturing not just print um and we in, introduced a new sales director last year um, and he wanted to go down this road as well he felt that it was a really strong thing so the team as a whole really felt very strongly about it yeah um and the idea um, behind it is that we are, are working to offset all of the carbon that we use to produce um, your printed material, whatever that might be okay um, so yeah it's all built in um, and when we come to the end of it you can actually use there's a logo that can be put pretty much anywhere it's it's on on the product whether it's a mailing or whether it's a brochure or a, or, or a book or you know even if it's packaging yeah so when you give your clo your your clients their um, brochure about your uh, particular product, whether that is or isn't climate friendly um, at least the packaging and you know everything that you're selling using to sell it is right. so the idea about that is is to go with that um, and from there we've used uh, we, we're basically working on the fact that we're everything that comes out of it is going into taking plastics out of the sea. Right. I think everybody saw the David Attenborough uh, yeah, yeah. thing and we all watched that and just thought, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is madness. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of those things that, um, you know, it, it is a byproduct of, of this. So, paper obviously is not plastic. Mm-hmm. We're not using any plastics in the production mm-hmm. and also. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to offset all the carbon that goes with that.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. So the, um, the registered sort of track, that's the FSC logo that we were talking about earlier, is that? that no, the no, FS,
0: FSC logo is, um, so basically the, the, the carbon partnership is taken over from FSC. FSC right. was something that came about probably 15, 20 years ago. Where a lot of people were seeing rainforests being cut down and you know, going out into the third wells into the sort of rainforests and stuff and thinking, yeah. yeah, this is just out of order. So FSC came in to to make sure that all paper and, and wood, basically anything that comes from a tree is sustainable. And that they've done their job because yeah. that is now, I don't know, even if you walk into a, a B and Q's or Superstore or something like it's, that, you'll see an FSC logo on on a bit of four x Yeah. So you know, yeah, all paper, all wood everything that comes into the uk is sustainable now. yeah so yeah really good
1: and that um situation where someone would walk into your factory and see a stack and a pile of paper in a corner like you told me that your daughter didn't say well you know it's all this paper that's come from chopped down trees That's not fair <laughs> but it is actually harvested for that isn't it yeah, yeah. It,
0: um my 15 year old daughter came into the factory and there's 40 tons of paper in there <laughs> um for, for a very large job that we we're doing for a client and um she started saying to me daddy daddy you've well, if you cut down all these trees, this yeah. is outrageous. You know, This is really wrong, and what's going to happen to all of this? And I, d- I sort of had to explain to her that the trees are grown to be harvested. Um, if there wasn't a market for paper, then they wouldn't be grown at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of our paper in the UK comes out of um, Scandinavia. Right. Um, and for every one tree that is planted, um, sorry, for every one tree that's cut down, three trees are planted so that they've got a harvest. And I was trying to explain it to her. We live very rural. And um I said, if you look at the farmer behind the house when he goes and and plants the field for wheat, and then by the end of the you know six eight months later he's then down there with a and he's harvesting it no so, back, yeah. and then he replants it again, and then he does it again, and if he didn't replant it he wouldn't have a he wouldn't have a crop to to harvest the following year, mm. so there's a reason for all of those things, and I think that is what I try to explain to her. So every tree that is cut down um to be used for paper there are three other trees planted at the same time. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, it's, it, paper is a hugely sustainable source.
1: Yeah. That's a really important message is to get out so people realise that, that it is harvested and it is, it's not just, you know, chopped down and used and never seen again. It's, it's I think you can go yeah. down
0: the same sort of road as, you know, we wouldn't have cows if we yes. stopped eating meat. Yes. So, yeah. So, you know, we wouldn't have all the trees yeah. if we stopped using paper. Yeah, and g- it is a very, you know, it's, it is a very sustainable source. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been well a, looked into that in that industry.
1: Yeah, it's a good example. Um, and the growth markets within the print industry, um, You talk about those because direct mail is really popular right now, and packaging, obviously, and um, other bits and bobs. Yeah, I think,
0: I think a lot of people sort of think that print's you know, not, no, no longer a, a strong source. Mm-hmm. Um, in the UK alone, in the last three years, um, the industry's grown by over a billion pounds a year, yeah, right. which is quite big. So it's gone from eleven point I think it's eleven point seven to thirteen point nine in the last couple of years. So, you know, there it is a growth industry. And I think when you look around you see things that are printed, it might be slightly different now mm-hmm. um in, into what we do. But there's an awful lot of stuff that is still printed. Mm-hmm. And it is a real direct um source of, of marketing for, for people, you know. Um direct mail is a big growth industry at the moment. I think especially during this COVID sort of time that we're going through you know people are looking at stuff and saying well you know how do i contact my clients yeah. where are they now we can't yeah. go in and see them they might not be in their offices um so yeah if you want to run a direct mail piece but it's about um the variable data as well so mm. the data's got to be key you've got to get the right piece and get the right right marketing ab- design as well mm. what you want to get across to people mm. but also i think you've got to make sure it goes to the right people mm. um, and we've done a few recently Um, And and again, it doesn't have to be a massive thing. People look at direct mail and think, oh, you've got to do 10,000 or 20,000 or 30,000. You don't have to do that. We, We run a campaign for a couple of local clients of ours and we do 50 a week. Yeah, right. Um so we mail out fifty. Just, really just really targeted. I just really yeah. targeted to what they want and then they can follow those up and then we just keep doing it. And mm. we can up that number or down that number and we can use different postcodes yeah. to work on where they want to be sort of looking at that particular time if they've got a job in one area or they want to be sort of they feel that's a growth area for them and we can sort of use the data that's available to work into that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very very much a strong piece. Probably better to do something more direct and targeted like that than just try and send out mass I mean we have one client um, very recently that that got a response rate of 14.9% on a direct marketing piece that Mm. we produced with them used our data that which which we sourced for them as well Mm. Whereas you look at something that is maybe a door drop or something just a leaflet that goes into a into the, the postman, um, you're looking at, you know, under 1% for yeah. people like that. So and,
1: and probably a lot lower in digital marketing as well. I'm not sure what the stats are but they possibly are quite lower in that as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think
0: I think it sits hand in hand. So, yeah. You know, we call it cross media. Yeah. I think you've got to get out across social media. You've got to get on your websites. You've got to do a bit of, you know, um, email marketing, which is slowly sort of, you know, losing its its it space in the market. Mm. But, mm. you know, if you send something that's tactile and hardcore that, that is a printed piece, then, you know, that's going to come back and actually people may well keep that. They might put it up on their, mm. you know, their... Um, their stand or their desk or something like that for a later day yeah. as if it's just an email it's gone yeah you know, we all do it every morning don't we Go yeah up, ding 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 dilly, yeah you know yeah, just yeah. get rid of them all so and the, the
1: print i think it, it drives an emotional an emotional response i think that that much more popular and and also I, I read somewhere that you know the websites are really good of course but you can't put a website on a coffee table and read it can you you know so <laughs> that's a bit different isn't it which that shows you but like you say they work hand in hand together don't they Yes, I Very, think they. I,
0: yeah. I think cross media is the way forward for mm. every business. They, mm. they need to be able to be, you know, visual on every front. Yeah. Um, but you know, people do like to to have a magazine, a brochure, or or something that they're going to leave yeah. a, leave around. Maybe you know, if they're getting a new car or something, leave the like, brochure on the side just like. so to, you know when a friends come round, they're oh, looking at a new car <laughs> right? so or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, there's a place for it all. Yeah. Um, it's all
1: and then um, also. Um, we spoke about uh, the popularity of books amongst children um, and how educational that is rather than looking on an iPad or, a, you know, it's not not digital media too much, but, um, you know, that's, that's a positive, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think
0: that book printing is, is one of the biggest growth industries at the moment. I mm. think a lot of people went away and, and decided to use a Kindle and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I think when you're on the beach or, you know, you've got the sun there and you can't quite see... What's going on? Yeah, but um, you want to actually have a book, and, yeah. and the physical tactileness of a book is something else. But I think in children, it's very, very um, strong because you can't tell at the moment if the kid, you know, your child's on a, on an iPad or a Kindle or, or a laptop, whether mm. they're actually playing Minecraft, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever, or they're on social media or, or, whatever, or are they actually doing what they say they're doing? so yeah. yeah book printing is, is 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 really, quite high on the on the market at the moment. Yeah, but that's yeah. a good
1: point. Let's get back to the the climate stuff and um and about the waste you know so the waste that is produced because there must be some waste you know where does that go and what happens with that
0: um we recycle ninety seven percent of our waste right. so um, print trade has always been very strong on that and, and always worked on that but um yeah so ninety seven percent of what we what we waste in the job is is recycled all right. the paper is you know all the waste paper that we that we don't use in the actual product itself yeah um, and board goes goes back into recycling okay. Um, and is recycled across the board to come back into into, into product yeah. um and with all our plates of aluminium so the metals are all remelted down and everything else so yeah 97 percent is recycled oh, across the board so it's a very sustainable industry at the moment mm. you, know? Mm. So, you know
1: um and the sort of businesses that you want to help i mean and is there any any sort of different markets to that or what what, what sort of things can you do for businesses at the moment
0: Yeah, well, as as I've said, the direct mail side of it is is really quite good, and I think people, you know, if you if you're in business at the moment and you've had probably quite a tough year, like everybody has, I think it's you know good to be able to get that out and get your message across to your clients. Mm -hmm. So if you want to talk about doing something like that, and you want to, you think, oh no, I couldn't afford that. Then come and talk to us because yeah, we can tailor something exactly to what you want. Right? Um, you know, which could be a monthly fee that you're just paying for a monthly fee, and and, and it could be getting across to fifty or hundred or or mm. two hundred. But mm. at the same time, if you want to do a massive um, direct mail piece across the country or even into Europe, then we can help you with that. Okay. Um, self-publishers, book printing, yeah, right. all that sort of stuff, mm. but packaging as well. Packaging is quite high on our lists at the moment of of, of a growth part of the industry and you know in real terms you know we're all looking at it now we're all buying stuff online when we're yeah, not necessarily so. going to the shops but everything you buy whether it's in a shop or it's online is all packaged yeah yeah um and we want to make sure that that packaging is sustainable is is usable and is climate friendly so um yeah. that's why we've come up with the whole climate friendly yeah
1: thing. yeah well that's 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 really cool um the the climate neutral thing is is so apt right now and uh, and it's a great ethos to have so um i i, I really enjoyed talking to you about it mike and so thank you for um, That's coming in stuff. today and sharing um your your you know your approach on it because it's 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 really lovely to hear all mike's details are on the brilliant businesses website you can get hold of him if you need him um there's there's his there's his story on there there's his website details his phone number if you've got any printing requirements then call him um packaging requirements call him uh so thanks again for joining us mike and we'll see you all again soon Thanks thank you very you. much cheers, Nick. cheers mate bye